0: strengthened in their faith and for their jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of jesus as the messiah
1: the son of god bless the lord and welcome to for zion's sake we thank you for joining us with the Volks. my name is shelley and my name is june hi everyone it's good to be with you and if you've been with us earlier this week you know we're talking about the influences of god in our lives And we need to be aware of them. And the question is, are we willing to receive and be transformed by them? We started the week and for a few days this week, actually, we've been talking about the word of God as the essential influence in our lives. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And we shared about rain being a picture of the word of God. For example, uh, we looked at Hebrews 6, verses 7. It says from the New American Standard, For ground that drinks the rain which often falls upon it and brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is also tilled receives a blessing from God. We read and saw that it clearly in, shows in Deuteronomy 32, verse 2, that the rain is a picture of the word of God. Deuteronomy thirty two two says Let my teaching draw, drop as rain, my speech distill as the dew, as the droplets on the fresh grass, and as the showers on the herb. We also looked at Isaiah fifty five verses ten and eleven for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Powerful, powerful words. And we look at Psalm 19, verses six and seven, and it's worth reading them again. Listen to these words carefully. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. We need to ask ourselves, are these things that are spoken in these verses affecting our lives the way the Word of God says they should? Then we looked at another influence, and that was the presence of God. Are we aware of his presence at all times? We know biblically that the Lord will not forsake us. As we read in Hebrews 13, verse five, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The question is, are we experiencing the Lord's presence? And yesterday we read many scriptures about the presence of the Lord and they're worth hearing again. Isaiah 57:15, for thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I dwell on a high and a holy place and also with a contrite and lowly of spirit in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Exodus thirty-three, fourteen, regarding the relationship between Moses and the Lord. God's answer to Moses was, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. Rest is the result of being in the presence and walking as if the Lord was always with us, because that's his word. Psalm 1611, Thou wilt make known to me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Powerful scriptures, Junie. Now we went after that. We looked at Paul, uh, uh, Stephen, the first martyr. And we read from Acts chapter seven, beginning in verse 54. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the quick, quick and they began gnashing their teeth at him. But being full of the Holy Spirit, Stephen gazed intently into heaven and saw the glory of God in Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, behold, I see the heavens opened up and the Son of God standing at the right hand of God. Juni Stephen was with God, and he knew that the presence of God was always with him. And he's really an example, Junie, of what it says in Isaiah 43, two: When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Powerful, powerful scriptures. And Junie, when we go further down in chapter 7 of Acts, verse 58, The word says, And when they had driven him out of the city, they began stoning him, and the the witnesses laid aside their robes by the feet of a young man named Saul. Saul no doubt heard Stephen utter his last words, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And as he fell on his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And he fell asleep. We will one day, Junie... When we meet this man Saul who became Apostle Paul, the effect that Stephen had on Paul's life in the midst of his stoning, he knew the presence of God. God's presence was the reality of Stephen's life and it should be the reality of our lives. And those words that Stephen spoke really
2: were not his words, but because Stephen's heart and mind and life abided in the presence of the Lord, and God's life was free to flow through Stephen's, he was able to say, through Stephen's mouth, lay not this sin to their charge. And that's what would happen with you and I, Shelley, if we allowed the Holy Spirit of the Lord to live his life through us as we submit our life
1: to him. Amen. All right, today we're going to look at another divine influence in our lives, and it is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And immediately we want to say that there's a lot of disputing concerning the use of gifts today, but we believe that the gifts are available and they're going to prove to be very, very essential, and a very essential, uh, what can I say, influence in the end days, because um, a lot of people think that the gifts are no longer available or went out in the first century, But I just ask you to listen to these scriptures, okay? I'm going to be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that one speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus is accursed, and no one could say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. And there are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit and to another, the word of knowledge, according to the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit and to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. And the question we raise, and we ask you to consider, what does the Word of God say? Are the gifts of the Spirit part of your lives? They are spiritual influences that could bring forth fruit in your life. But what's even more uh, more important, June, as we exercise these spirits, as we recognize these spirits as influences in our lives, they could be blessings and bring release to others. Spiritual gifts are divine enablements for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I think you
2: said spirits, but I think you meant spirit. Spirit. That there's only one Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, and the Holy Spirit lives within us. And uh, when we're born again and Jesus lives in our heart, he sends to us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has influence in all life Amen. when we yield to the Holy Spirit to live through us. And uh, that not only affects our life, but it affects the kingdom of God. It affects um, the principalities and powers because it's not our natural life. It's the Spirit of God living through us.
1: You are right on, Junie. Another portion that talks about the gifts appear in Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 4. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. And since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, Let each exercise them accordingly, if prophecy according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So, Juni, it's such a powerful influence that we could receive from God. And I personally believe, Junie, as things get difficult in the earth, uh, technology might not be our answer. You know, Google and Yahoo don't have all the answers, but in the end days, it's the spirit and the spiritual gifts that are going to be used to protect believers and to give wisdom. And we see that the gifts of wisdom were used by uh, people throughout the Bible as well as in uh, the New and the Old Testament And we need to remember very important words that Jesus uttered. He said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. And we cannot uh, live and move and have our being unless we are sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So uh, for those who possibly are not sure whether the spirits are for today I pray that you would look at these verses, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 to 11, and Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 8. Because I believe, along with the Word of God, along with the presence of God, and the awareness of the presence of God, we need to be open and ask for and be willing to receive any of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are going to be very, very essential as things get more difficult. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. And thank you, Lord, that you have provided influences that could transform our lives to improve our own condition, to be more and more like you, as well as using these gifts to encourage and be used in other people's lives as well. So, Father, we say thank you in the holy name of Jesus.
2: Amen. Amen.